I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sunny. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! Caleb, today's the best day. Yeah. Today's the best day. It is. It is the best day. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Okay, so man, you I saw you over there messing with your nose and it made me like start messing with my like mustache hair. <laughs> I was like, wait, I, I have to mess with something now. Okay. So of course a huge thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors. Oh, see, look at you, John. <laughs> a huge thank you to, of course, Gem Accessories as well as Millennium Threads. There are discount codes with links to both of those websites down below. And of course, we also want to thank Steel Fox Games, the wonderful host. Okay, all right. yeah, it's got to turn down just a little bit. Okay, so I'm playing like nice funky music. Yeah. Uh, so a huge thank you, of course, to Steel Fox Games, who was a wonderful host to the regional that we went to this past weekend. Heck yeah. Of course, we want to thank ETB Games, our one of our locals, rather, in Alexandria, Louisiana. And, of course, we want to go ahead and shout out our Dragon Shield and TCG Player affiliate links. You just click them before you shop to support the podcast at no extra cost to yourself. There's links to those down in the description below. Now, of course, we always want to go ahead and thank all of our wonderful patrons. So, if you want to hear all of the funky, fresh names that we have coming, uh, be sure to check that out at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do say Funky Fresh because we're getting some new name changes. I love hearing that. I love seeing all the new names Heck as yeah. they change and move. But with that said, let's get into the important stuff about today's podcast. Uh, notably, we have it. We have the new Gate Guardian support. It's finally here. Woo. I'm so happy. You have no idea. I cannot express enough how happy I am. Not to overstate anything. But the deck is probably going to be tier zero. Of course. Not to overstate anything. I don't want to overhype anybody or or just push anything beyond the realm of what one would call normal. But to be fair, the deck is maybe the best deck of all time. To be fair, there are level sevens that recur themselves when they get banished. And it's the best deck of all time. <laughs> Pure Gate Guardian, without a doubt, just just low-key diffs Tier Lament. Sure. Yeah. Tier Lament is Shizu full power. Low-key diff. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm just read, letting you know. Let's read the cards out. and. Okay. Well, we're actually going to start off with a... We're going to a bit of burying the lead here. Of course. Uh, we're going to start off with actually a different card, which is Transcendric Flight. So... We got one new Transcendric card. It came through today. It's a trap card. Um, you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One target, one dinosaur or monster in either graveyard or that is banished. Special summon it. Real easy, real simple, real bad because the card is unfortunately purple. If it was a spell card, it'd be pretty good. All right, but it's a normal trap card. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about Maze of Memories. Maze of Memories is, of course, the new TCG exclusive set. Well, it's a TCG exclusive set in that it's it's 
there was no Maze of Memories in the OCG. Yeah. But we're also getting a lot of OCG import cards and a lot of reprints. But the yeah. mainly what we want to talk about here is the Gate Guardian support. Because Which are TCG Gate Guardian is yes? the best. Um, yes, actually. The Gate Guardian support is TCG exclusive. Much like the face card archetype. Yeah. Jack's Knight, King's Knight, Queen Knight, etc. Your Gate Guardian support cards are going to be TCG exclusive until Animation Chronicles or whatever set it is that yeah. the OCG gets. So... Let us begin. Yes. So, Caleb, can I respectfully, mm -hmm. can I read all of these? Uh, sure. Okay. Woo! Okay, so let's start with a Labyrinth Heavy Tank. I can't tell you enough. Okay. Let me give you a little bit of background before we do this. We have listeners that don't know this story. A short bit of background. In fact, I don't know that I've ever told this story on the podcast. I don't think so. You might not know this story. When I was a little kid, I had, we, I, okay. I did not grow up in what one would call a well-off house. I grew up, I'm not going to say in poverty, although I think we technically did by income fall below the poverty line. I grew up underprivileged. I didn't have just everything. Well, I had, we didn't have cable. So it was like the old like antenna. Yeah. And it's like, move it just right. Get three channels. Oh yeah. And one of the things we did get though, was Saturday morning cartoons, WB kids. Mm hmm. Okay. So we w got WB, WB kids. WB. Yeah. We get WB kids. I can watch a handful of the classics, but one of the things I can always watch from WB Kids is Yu-Gi-Oh. It was my favorite show out of all of them. That's how I got so into the card game. That's where I got my start in Yu-Gi-Oh, WB Kids. Well, with that, one of my mem one of my one of the things that I have the fondest mm -hmm. memories of is I actually had the the Labyrinth episodes mm -hmm. of the anime. I recorded them when they came mm -hmm. out on VHS. Nice. And I would just watch them over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was the duel where they, where uh, Yugi and Joey fused to make Black Skull Dragon, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Which is very funny because Black Skull Dragon has less attack than Gate Guardian. Yeah. But you know whatever works. So, I I love Gate Guardian. It is my favorite card of all time. It is my favorite monster of all time. Yeah, I used to have a model of Gate Guardian. Uh, I still do, actually. It's... No, 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 no. It was, like, this tall. You did? Yeah. Oh, dude. If anybody has one of those, please let me know. Yeah. I want one. Um, uh, it was given to me because I got... Because me and my dad had gone into models. Uh -huh. And my dad knew I liked Yu-Gi-Oh! So he's like, here you go. I was like, awesome. I put it together. And then later, I got a Winged Dragon of Raw model. That's Which was a little bit bigger. And they both sat on top of my shelf, mm -hmm. untouched, for about three years. Mm -hmm. And then... I don't remember exactly what happened, but that shelf fell. And they just scattered. Oh, uh, never to be found again. No, 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 no. Not, no. not all the pieces, I mean. No, I, I was successfully able to find all the pieces, but they would not fit back together. For whatever reason. Uh, they were broken. Oh, all the like, like, like the Wing Dragon Raws, like one of his arms was snapped in half. Um, like one of Gate Guardian's legs was just gone. Oh, that's just so tragic. Snapped in half, dude. like, like right here. Oh, that's so tragic. So I tried glue. Regular glue would not stick. So then I tried hot glue, which just melted it, made everything worse. Oh no. So I eventually just had to throw them away, unfortunately. That's so tragic. And, like, I really miss the Winged Dragon a lot. Raw one, though. It was so cool. The Gate Guardian one is cooler, though, because it's Gate Guardian, an the, actual cool monster. The only reason why the why I think the Winged Dragon Raw one was cooler is because it was bigger. Bigger isn't always better. It was, like, that way around. But, like, it was very clearly, you could see the details. Yeah, yeah. From my 
four, three foot five, four foot tall frame staring up at the top of my shelf. Right. Where I asked my dad to put it so that wouldn't happen. Of course. But that shelf had already been up there for 10 years. Right. So I have a deep love and appreciation for Gate Guardian. He's my favorite monster of all time. Not necessarily my favorite competitive card of all time. That's probably Gear Geek and X. But I love Gate Guardian to pieces. (laughs) (laughs) It took you a second. I hate you sometimes, man. This what if I this is where I start my hater arc? What if that's what if that what if this is what if that's the thing that makes me start being a hater? Well, I'm just gonna start drinking haterade every before every episode <laughs> and just be a douche. This is it. This is what starts my hater arc. All right, let's go ahead and start reading the cards, man. Because they, they why are, why should I? Because they're actually good. You're right. All right, so Labyrinth Heavy Tank. I'm so excited, actually. You made me get in, go down a hater rabbit hole. Anyway, Labyrinth Heavy Tank. This is a level 7 Dark Machine Effect Monster. 2400 attack and 2400 defense. Oh, it's also a Gizmet. Cool. You can normal summon this card without tributing. Yo! Cannot attack the turn. It is normal summon. That's fine. During your main phase, you can place one of your Sangha of the Thunder, Kazijin, or Suijin that is banished or in your hand or deck face up in your spell and trap card zone as a continuous spell. Then if you control a Labyrinth Wall card, you can destroy one monster your opponent controls. You can only use this effective Labyrinth Heavy Tank once per turn. That's, like, probably fine. Uh, normal summon, search, and then if you have a Labyrinth Wall card face up, pop a card. I think that's fairly solid. That's a search and a pop. Yeah. Uh, Shadow Ghoul of the Labyrinth, level 5 Dark Zombie Effect Monster, 1600 attack, 1300 defense. You can discard this card, add one Labyrinth Wall card from your deck to your hand. There we go. Yeah, it, it'll just discard itself. Question. Mm-hmm. Why didn't it just special summon Labyrinth Wall from the deck? What would realistically be the harm in that? Uh, Level 5 with... I think it's the 3000 defense. Who cares? I, I can just tie a shuffle it. Yeah, or listen, every deck has other ways of dealing with it. With Labyrinth Wall specifically. Yeah. I, I don't see to be fair, they it is search for a Labyrinth Wall card. I guess that is true, yeah. If it was if it was special summon a Labyrinth Wall, they wouldn't be able to search for any Labyrinth Wall card. That's true. At the start of the damage step, if your opponent's monster battles while you control a Labyrinth Wall card, you can banish this card from your graveyard, destroy that opponent's monster. You can only use each effect of Shadow Ghoul of the Labyrinth once per turn. Now that I look at it, Labyrinth Heavy Tank is also a Labyrinth Wall card to destroy one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, as, long, as, long as, you have, as long as you have a Labyrinth Wall card. Okay, okay. See, so I didn't like, actually read all of these cards super in-depth when I first fair enough. read so them. If I just, you, yeah, like, so, speed read through. So, like, if you have, like, a Labyrinth Wall spell trap or the monster Labyrinth Wall face up. Which, spoiler alert, the field spell has a has Labyrinth yeah. Wall in the name. Uh, Or even, or even like, somehow you got Labyrinth Wall equipped to something, it would still count. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and... So, at a start damage step, if your opponent's monster battles while you control a Labyrinth Wall card, you can bench card from your graveyard to destroy that monster. Oh, okay, cool. Which cool, is cool. also fairly solid. Yeah. Okay. Gate Guardian combined. Level 12 Dark Warrior Fusion Effect Monster. 3,750 attack, 3,400 defense, which are, if I'm not mistaken, the exact, the exact stats of the original Gate Guardian. This is, the, this is Gate Guardian's actual retrain. Yes. Materials, Sangha of the Thunder, Kazijin, and Suijin. Must be special summoned from the extra deck by banishing the above cards from your hand, field, and or graveyard. When your opponent activates a card or effect that targets a card or cards you control, quick effect, you can negate that effect, and if you do, destroy that card. You can only use this effect of Gate Guardians combined thrice per turn. Mm-hmm. Three negates per turn, but it has to target. It has to be targeting negates. That's fine. Which, actually, to be fair, right now... Most effects are targeted. Right now. No, that's just not true. For Labyrinth, it certainly is. <laughs> Yo, they what if they design Gate Guardian support to specifically beat Labyrinth? Wouldn't that be funny? Anyway. To be fair, according to Twitter, the the Labyrinth mm-hmm. is in the Silver Castle's basement. 
is the silver, <laughs> is the basement of the Silver Castle. Okay, so it's actually just Daedalus's labyrinth in the basement of the Silver Castle. Got it. Yeah. Okay, you can only use this effect thrice per turn. If this face-up special summon card in its owner's control leaves the field because of an opponent's card, you can special summon one level 11 or lower gate guardian monster from your deck or extra deck and ignoring its summoning conditions. So it splits up. Yes. Gate Guardian of Thunder and Wind. Level 9 Light Thunder Fusion Effect Monster. And this is awesome. It's just Kazijin blowing really hard to keep itself and Sangha up in the air. Yeah. Level 9 Light Thunder Fusion Effect Monster. 20, 2500 Attack, 2250, or 2200 Defense. Material Sangha of the Thunder and Kazijin must be special from your extra deck by banishing the above cards you control. During your main phase, you can add one spell trap from your deck to your hand that mentions Song of the Thunder, Kazijin, and Suijin. You can only use this effective Gate Guardian of Thunder and Wind once per turn. If this face-up special summoned card and its owner's control leaves the field because of an opponent's card, you can special summon one of your banished Song of the Thunder or Kazijin. Mm, you get this... a search for literally any card in this archetype, just about. Um, yeah, pretty much. Gate Guardian of Wind and Water, level 9 Wind Spellcaster Fusion Effect Monster. 2450 attack, 2300 defense, materials, Kazijin, and Suijin. Must first be supposed to run from the ED by banishing the above cards you control. Once per chain, when your opponent activates a spell trap card or effect on the field, quick effect, you can negate that effect. Yo! You can only use this effective Gate Guardian of Wind, of wind and Water twice per turn. So you get two spell trap negates. I'm with it. If this face-up special summoned card in its owner's control leaves a field because of an opponent's card, you can special summon one of your banners, Kaisujin or Shujin. Sure, that makes sense. Gate Guardian of Water and Thunder. Level 9 Water Aqua Fusion Effect Monster. 2550 attack, 2300 defense. Material, Suijin, and Song of the Thunder must be special summoned from your ED by banishing the above cards you control, of course, just like the others. Once per chain, quick effect, you can target one face-up monster your opponent controls. Change its attack to zero until the end of this turn. So this is a callback to the original Kazi Jinsuji and Sangha's effects. Yeah. If this face-up special summon card in its owner's control leaves the field because of an opponent's card, you can special summon one of your banished Suijin or Sangha of the Thunder. Of those three cards, I think Water and Thunder might actively be the worst. But not yes, by much. But not by much, because that effect is once per chain, not once per turn. Yes, it's interesting. Oh yeah, just keep, oh yeah, you just keep, you just I like they summon a new monster, attack zero. I think wind and water is probably the best. It negates spell trap cards. Yeah, twice. Yes. And then you have a labyrinth wall shadow. This is the field spell card, which, by the way, looks sick. Yeah, it's like Shadow Ghoul in the wall, like in the anime, just zooming across. Awesome. Field spell card, monsters cannot attack the turn they are summoned except monsters whose original level is five or higher. Everything in archetype. Also, is this card playable in Kestiera? Not really. Okay, well, let's read the rest. Once per turn, during your main phase, you can place one of your Song of the Thunder, Kaizajin, or Suijin that is banished or in your hand or deck face up in your spell and trap zone as a continuous spell. At the start of your opponent's battle phase, you can target one monster your opponent controls with less than 1,600 attack and destroy it. So then Almost. Well, hold on, because then you can combine this with uh, Water and Thunder. Their attack is zero. I just had an idea. Hmm? What if... Hear me out. Mm -hmm. What if you summoned multiple Gate Guardian combined turn zero? Yeah, they give you three, six, nine, like maximum nine targeted negates. You know, it would be even better though. Hmm. Hard make Zeus. <laughs> it's level 12. You could just hard make Zeus. Oh, that's funny. Okay, next we have double attack, wind and thunder. Quick play spell card. If you control a gate guardian monster, target one card on the field, destroy it. Oh, that's easy. During your main phase, you can banish this card from your graveyard. Add one of your Song of the Thunder, Kaisujin, or Sujin that is banished or in your deck to your hand. You can only use this effect once per turn. But you can pop three times a turn. Or as many as you can get it back in your hand. Yeah. 
Next we have Ryukian Roku. Roku Guardian. Thank you. Okay, so I actually have a quick little story about Roku. Okay. It is one of my uh, one of my more favorite spell cards from back in the day. Okay. Because in the anime and in the video games, this card was absolutely broken. And Nightmare, the final boss of the games, would always have this card. Okay. So in the anime and in the video games, it would cut your life points in half and then give that to one of its mon- to one of your uh, opponent's monsters. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So at the start of the duel, you would lose four thousand life points, and their monster would gain four thousand attack points. Ew. And I was I was playing Duels of the Roses where you have like four thousand life points. Mm-hmm. And I literally did my turn pass fighting Nightmare, and he went, cool. And it, it just selected real quick, selected four cards. I was like, wow, it's just throwing away stuff? One card, power up, power up, power up, and just cut my life points from 4,000 to 2 to 1 to 500. Haha, <laughs> I'm in danger. You know what he summoned? What? Skull Knight. <laughs> 2600 or 2650 or whatever and just walked his happy little happy little rear rear end i was trying to say like skeleton rear end yeah and just walked over my stuff because at that point it had gained 3500 attack and was at like 7000 disgusting <laughs> Ryoku, Ryoku Guardian, normal spell card. Uh, needless to say, by the way, that's not what it what the actual Ryoku card does. Yeah. If your life points are lower than your opponent's, target one monster you control with Gate Guardian in its original name. Have your opponent's life points. <laughs> then that monster gains attack equal to your opponent's life points. They just straight up gave Ryoku Guardian Ryoku's actual effects. Holy crap. They did the thing. You can banish this card from your graveyard, add one Sangha uh, Kaizujin or Sujin that is banished in your deck to your hand. To be fair, there's like a lot more attached. It has to be a Gate Guardian monster, and they have to have more life points than you do. Yes. That's very funny. Yeah. They they did the thing. All right, and the last card is Prey of Jirai Gumo. Continuous trap card. Special in this card as a normal monster. Uh, insect earth level 5 2100 attack 100 defense to your main monster zone in its same column this card is also still a trap then you can destroy one monster your opponent controls in this card's column Ooh. you can only banish this card f- or you can banish this card from your graveyard to add one of the pieces that is banished or in your deck to your hand you can only use each effect once per turn it's interesting to me though that you get to not only do that but you can also go ahead and put the um you can you can selectively place the trap and it's like you're laying a trap oh yeah yeah oh yeah no oh no then like if you set multiple back row and your opponent just so happens to like you basically your opponent has to respect imperm columns mm-hmm. with their monsters because because if they put it because they put it in in a in one of those rows of the set card, yes, it could be it could just straight up be the Dragumo and they just lose the monster. Literally, yes, it's it's amazing. That's funny. It's heaven. It's everything I wanted in Gate Guardian support. It, it oh, it's, is... it's it's actually like it's actually like fairly solid. I yeah, like, for sure. Like the actual combos and like where this deck wants to go outside of putting out the Gate Guardians. I don't know. Like, what else the deck would want to do? It pops and it kills. Or like how else to be fair, Gate Guardian by himself being so beefy. Yeah, for sure. Like he just walks over Ultimate Conductor Tyranno. I think the concept is to pop multiple cards per turn. And then attack direct. And then have enough big big boys on board to just kill. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I mean because all of them are big. Like like even if you just like even if you end up just summoning a Sangha of Thunder, that's still right. twenty six hundred. So let's go ahead and mention and kind of break down. By the way, this this deck is tier zero. This is totally. the next super meta threat, um, best deck of all time. It, no, I okay. Obviously, I'm saying that I'm joking, but I would say that the deck is going to be not good 
not good. But there is a strategy here that is playable, and I believe that if you you can deck build around it in a way that is reasonable to yeah. actually be able to have a cohesive strategy. Yeah, at, at like a local level for fun. Oh yeah, I can win locals with this for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about the Amazing Memories full set list. So, starting with Ian Zero Zero One, we have Labyrinth Heavy Tank, and then just kind of in order all the way to Prey of Jiraigumo. All that's you know maze one through ten and then let's go ahead and start with en zero zero en zero one one sure so i'm just gonna go ahead and read these off let's start with blackluster soldier legendary swordsman which i believe is a new card it is an ocg import oh yes i just noticed these on the side hello yeah so i these are all ocg imports until i say otherwise red eyes soul dual academy wake up your elemental hero which sounds like a. Um, I will say. Sounds like a thing that somebody would say during the sex. I will say though the artwork for "Wake Up Your Elemental Hero" is really cool. Is it? Yeah, because it's got like, so like it's got like a pair of the uh, hero kids, and then it's got like Blade Master, which sure. is avian. Yeah. It's just got a bunch of the fusions just on the card, all like in an action charge. You know what it doesn't have? What? We don't talk about Air Neos. No, no, It doesn't have no. any of the Neos fusions on it. It definitely doesn't have Air Neos. Evolution and Burst. On your mark, get set, duel. Time to stand up. This creepy little punk, which I think is just a hilarious name for a card. Yeah. Excel Synchro Stardust Dragon, which is a well-known, like, excited about OCG import. People are really excited about this. Mm-hmm. Overlay Network, number 39, Utopia Rising, Baryon Untopia, Saga of the Dragon Emperor, Performa Pal Duelist Extraordinaire, holy crap, uh, Kyogre Getsu, Kyogre, Kyogre Ragetsu? Yeah, that's yeah, Kyogre Ragetsu. Kyogre Ragetsu, holy moly. Or Kyogre Ragetsu. Yeah. Battle Royal, Battle Royal Mode Joining, Supreme, Soul of the Supreme King, Firewall Dragon, Dark Fluid, Neo Tempest, Terahertz. Jesus. What a name. Angel of Blue Tears, a Forge a New Future. And that is all your OCG imports. Mm -hmm. Everything else from here until the end of the set. A reprint. A reprint. Labyrinth Wall, of course. Song of the Thunder, Kaizujin Suijin. All makes sense. Gate Guardian, of course. Super Ancient Deep Sea King Coelacanth. Yo. As a super. Dude, I'm so excited for this. This is so sick. So this card desperately needed a reprint for edison format mm -hmm. because this is a very cool strategy in edison but it's like prohibitively expensive versus the rest of edison because this card's like ten dollars a pop for the common right exactly for and then for like damaged unlimbed uh ultras from the original set is like 15 bucks mm -hmm. so you either have the original set ultras original set ulties or you have the commons, which was from a tournament pack. So this card has been ridiculously difficult to get a hold of. This is what Fish OTK is one of the two or three decks that I just cannot build in Edison. Too expensive. Because I, I just I can't justify $10 on one common coelacanth. I, I can't justify it. Well, and I don't have to because now they are supers. Yeah, so now Deep Sea King coelacanth, uh, Fish OTK will go back in the cube. Or will go into the cube, into the, uh, you know, the Edison pool. Heck yeah. Blackwing Kalut the Moon Shadow. This was really good. This one somehow missed on the yeah. on the Battles of Legend earlier, or late last year. This one somehow missed. Yeah, and, and the Darkwing Blast. Well, it, it wouldn't have been in Darkwing Blast because that's a core set. But, I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it, it missed. what, And then when all the other Blackwing stuff, this and Shura were the two that needed to make it. I don't know why Shura isn't in this set. But we got Kalut the Moonshadow, Elf and the Raven, which is not even Edison legal, and Zephyros the Elite, which is also not Edison legal. So still a good, hey, it's still a cool card. Yeah, it's, sure, it's, it's still a, a cool card yeah, it's worth reprinting. It's, it's a very solid card. Yeah. Psy Beast, which got a collector's rare, which I what a waste. Wind-up Kitten, which is both an ultra and collector's rare. Why not Rabbit? Well, Wind-up Kitten is a level two. Today's episode is brought to you by ETB Games. ETB Games is, of course, our locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. 
They are our one-stop shop for all of our card game needs. They have singles and sealed product for the games that you love, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, and Pokemon. Of course, you can also find the accessories that you need, such as sleeves, binders, playmats, and more. And if you're into D&D, well, they have all of your D&D figurines, the paint for the figurines, dice, books, and anything that you would need to play. So be sure to check out ETB Games. There's a link in the description down below. And now, back to today's episode. Then why not Rat? Because Wind Up Kitten is level 2. I thought Rat... No, Rat's level 3. Yeah, all the all yeah, the playable yeah. ones are level 3. But Wind Up Kitten was seeing three play. or 4. Yeah, Wind Up Kitten was very specifically seeing play in Sprite. Okay. It was a meta tech. I got it. But it has an ultimate rare already. Yeah, it doesn't. It has an ulti. It doesn't need a CR. That's what I don't get. And it it came original set ultra ulti. Why is it here ultra collectors? Why not make wind up kitten a a rare? That would have been fine. Why waste a CR spot here? It's so stupid. Nimble angler. That would have made more sense as a CR. It still would have been stupid, but it would have made more sense. And look, it's a rare. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mech knight blue sky, mech knight yellow star, mech knight red moon. All are rares. Photon Orbital as a rare and collector's rare. I actually, people have been giving this one some flack. I actually like Photon Orbital as a CR here. I think that it's a cool rarity bump for the Galaxy Enjoyers, which do exist. So I'm with well, it. Well, Photon Galaxy. Yeah. Rika Petal, Mudan the Rika Fairy, Guardian Chimera as an ultra rare. Ooh. Spicy. Ancient Fairy Dragon as a rare. This will be the errated Ancient Fairy yes. Dragon. Which will allow us to actually have the Ancient Fairy mm-hmm. Dragon legal in the TCG. Yep. Baron de Fleur, which will officially make Sword Soul a budget deck. Uh, well, budget-ish. It's still going to be like 40 bucks, But that's way better than the 120 that it was. It, yeah, exactly. And the rest of the Sword Soul deck is like 10 bucks combined. So, I'll see the Sylvan High Protector. This is a very good reprint. This card was getting pricey. Mm-hmm. Teardrop, the Rika Queen... Another solid reprint. Mech Knight Crusadia Avramax. This is a great reprint here. Cost down, Overload Fusion, Burial from a different dimension. I love seeing cards like Overload and Burial getting reprints just because they weren't pricey, but accessibility is so key to get more people to play in these old formats. Oh, absolutely. Court of Justice, Spellbook of Fate. I don't know why Spellbook of Fate got a super CR here. It should have been Spellbook of Judgment. Yeah. Because Judgment still only has the one printing. Well, no, it's got two. One in Legacy of the Ga- or Lord of the Tachyon Galaxy and the Megatons for the following year. Yeah. Terrible. Super Soldier Ritual, Chaos Form, Rika Glamour. I'm about to Rika Glamour for tribute for Costi's plant nuts on your mouth. Jesus. Yeah. Solemn Judgment as a super and CR. That that's a very solid CR. I like that. That's easily the best CR of the entire set that I've seen so far. Oh yeah. Royal Decree as a rare. Mm-hmm. Imperial Ironwall is a rare. I think at least one of those is going to be a CR. Well, Imperial Ironwall had has already gotten a rare printing like recently. Has it? It was in Tactical Masters. No. Yeah, in the set with... Uh... No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's where... Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. Listen. I don't have the gumption right now to go ahead and prove so, it wrong. The only reason why I know this right off the top of my head is because when I was building my Labyrinth deck for this past weekend... I would like a CR Overload Fusion. That'd be nice. Um, when I was building Labyrinth for the regional, I actually had... Uh, I, I was sitting there looking at all my Imperial Iron Walls, still want to run it. And I was like, I can either use my old beat-up commons from back in the day. Or the nice rares. Are these nice rares? Wait, where did I get these rares from? Oh, huh. The same set as Labyrinth. Yeah. Cool. I wish too late. Oh my goodness, it's really late. Yeah, uh, last two cards in the set. Treacherous Trap Hole and Deep Dark Trap Hole. Which were not in the Trap Trick Structure decks, I believe. So, well worth the reprint. Actually, I have two two boxes right there of the oh, trap yeah. trick structure, and I also have a box over here for the trap trick structure. So yeah, if you just uh, yeah, sit down and talk into the microphone though. Yeah, can't can't let those grippers get out. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's socks, but mostly I'm cold. 
Okay. How are you cold? It's so hot in this house. Uh -uh. Okay. So he he does have a display. We did not buy a display. We were just kind we of got most it. of a display. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's uh, two of us and we wanted three piece. Okay. Terrifying so. trap hole nightmare trap hole two bottomless trap holes void trap hole trap tricks trap hole nightmare trap tricks trap hole nightmare because you need two. Uh, floodgate trap hole grave diggers trap trick phantom knights of shade brigadine artifact sanctum naturia sacred tree evenly matched and trap tricks halutia so no interesting interesting so yeah they they realized that they did not have enough deck space to put in treacherous and deep dark and here they are yep very I good that. very good cards yes for sure so that is all of the maze of memory stuff um, I, I think, think that, that I think that there's some good stuff in here. Overall, I think that set sucks, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I was about to say, I I think it's like all right. It's. I think it's worth noting though that Konami has gotten so aggressive with their reprint policies that it's hard for them. Like 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 I like I think the only card at this point that really needs like one more solid reprint. Is like Pot of Prosperity. Uh, literally, Prosperity, Talents, Droplet. Triple um, Thrust, which just came out. So it's not Yeah, you reprint. can't even justify yeah. that. I, I would say Prosperity, Droplets, Talent. I, I think Imperm needs another printing. I really yeah. do. Yeah, one, like one more printing. Yeah, I think all of these are pretty fair cards to say that they yeah. should probably go ahead and, you know, be played. Yeah, give give him like or a nice be printed. Give him like a nice common reprint. I think you could justify all of those into any structure deck. Oh, e put them all in the same structure deck. That would be the most broken structure deck of all time. Yeah. Hold on. So they did announce a new structure deck in the OCG. Sure. And it is a uh, Jack. Oh, and Lightning Storm could also use another reprint. Yeah, it's a Jack Atlas structure deck. It's going to be bad. It's going to be cool. It's going to be bad. It probably will be bad, yes. Throw those in there. Then it would be one of the best structures of all time. Mm-hmm. I'll still put Ash in there. And, of course, you know, you're going to include a Red Dragon Vase, which is pretty good. Is it? If you control Red Dragon Archfiend, draw two cards. Oh. Huh. Yeah, that's, I mean, that feels pretty good, yeah. And that, 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 that's what the whole structure would be about, especially summoning Red Dragon Archfiend. All right, so the entire back half of this podcast is sponsored by Steel Fox Games. We're going to be talking about Steel Fox a ton because we spent all day Sunday at Steel Fox. At a regional. Right. So, with that said, be aware that this segment is a sponsored segment, but all of the opinions and thoughts in this segment are our own and nobody else's and we we are paid to talk about steel fox but we can say whatever we want and mm -hmm. i say i had a great time at the regional oh so did i so i took a little bit different approach to this particular regional i did something i've never done before and i judged the regional mm -hmm. some things were easy for example i had many many people Ask me, um, this card is face down, but I knew what it was before it got flipped face down with Book of Eclipse. Um, does that mean that I can special summon next to it because I knew what it was before? No, you can't. It, it doesn't have a name anymore. You're, you, you have $1,000 worth of cardboard in your hands. How do you not know this? Wow. Imagine paying the money. To build full power Kashira. And then not knowing... Whether or not a card holds its name if it's flipped face down. Which is like the number one way that people are currently countering the deck. Imagine. Imagine taking a thousand dollars worth of deck that you built to a regional and not knowing whether or not a card flipped face down remembers its name. No, 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 no. Not knowing precisely how your, how your opponents are going to be countering your deck. I don't know. It, like, there's nothing wrong with not knowing every ruling, not knowing how everything yeah. works. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nobody knows how everything works. I got rulings wrong at the regional. Mm -hmm. Notably, I was unaware. I messed this up. Person that I got this wrong. If you're listening, I'm very sorry. I. 
there was no appeal though, and there and once I give my ruling, that's it. If you don't appeal, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't give my ruling, walk away, go to a head judge, talk to him about, come back, rewind the game, state three turns, and change my ruling. Yeah. I, I can't do that. But the ruling was, and I know I'm gonna get flamed for getting this wrong. And probably heavily impacting that game state. And I, I'm very sorry. I I promise I don't mean to do this. It, I, as far as I'm aware, it was... I got two rulings wrong. One was because the game state wasn't really represented to me properly by the players. And when the head judge came over, because I did appeal, yeah, the game state got represented differently than what it was to me. And as a result, the ruling changed. Yeah. That, that, I, there's nothing I can do about that. That's on them, not you. Yeah, then other than that, I don't think I got any ruling wrong all day except this one, which I'm about to say, which is a player had a a player had a bestial magnum that they summoned, activated the effect, and then after the effect resolved to search in the end phase. Then the player across summoned uh, Blazing Cartesia the Virtuous, activated Blazing Cartesia's effect to Summoned from the fusion deck, summoned of Drago Stapalia, and then use the effect of Drago Stapalia to negate the effect of Magnemut. Ah. So, does the Magnemut search in the end phase still? Yes. Because that effect is activated and resolved. That is correct. I thought that Magnemut resolved in the end phase. You thought it activated and then just kind of sat there just waiting. Just waiting. Yes, as stupid as that sounds. In face? Yeah, all right, resolve. I mean, because in my... I remember that DPE resolved during the following standby, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That was always how DPE was explained to me. It's like, oh yeah, the effect resolves in the standby. I don't think that's correct for DPE, though. That's how it was explained to me at the time. And when Magnemite came out, they were like, oh, yeah, it works kind of like DPE. And that it, like, resolves then. And maybe it was just layman's term usage. Maybe, because from what I remember of DPE was that it activated and resolved right then and there. And then your opponent, until they, unless they removed the D, even if they removed the DPE. You had to summon a hero. You had to summon Celestial or Dasher. Yeah. That said, I got the ruling wrong. I said that. The effect is negated, and it wouldn't resolve. To be I fair. know who the player is, and I'm extremely sorry. I genuinely feel very bad. You never want to get a ruling wrong, but I and I hate to be like this, but this is why. Like, if you're not sure, appeal. I like yeah. I if I offer if I it, come to you and I give a ruling, and I say, "Do you want to appeal?" It's not because you're being like. You know, like, oh, well, are you sure that this is how this works? Like, it's not because you're getting frustrated and I'm trying to appease you. It's because, honestly, I'm not really 100% sure and I would really love to get a second opinion. Not only that, but like, not only that, you have the right to appeal any judge ruling to the head judge. And that's why the head judge is there. And I'm just going to tell you, head judges overrule, overturn rulings all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, some t- now, of course, sometimes if that is the correct ruling, they'll go, no, that is correct. Right. Resolve the In game. In which case, no harm, no foul, get a time extension, move on. Yeah. Now, you're not going to get a game loss for appealing. So, with that said, uh, <laughs> I got that ruling wrong. I think I got everything else right all day, though. I, I, I genuinely do think that I didn't get another ruling wrong all day. I had one judge call all around one. It was that one. So the first ruling of the day, I messed up. And mm-hmm. I second-guessed myself all day. And then this round two, I paid for my easy round one with eight judge calls. Mm. It was insane. I, I was just running around like a madman answering every call that I could. So, yeah, what are you going to do? But I got three just in round two. Three calls about face down cards, remembering or not remembering they're they're what they are. Oh my three God. of them. I had three different tables call me just in round two, and oh that was not the only God. round that I got those calls. I also had round 
face down cards remembering things in round three and four and in round after round four is when i went over and started running all the side events because i also ran all of the side events so we did two win mats and we did a time wizard tournament yeah so shout out my boy robert first ever regional that he ever went to and attended he didn't play in the main event but he played in the time wizard side event and got to the finals shout out my boy robert yeah and i guess khalil too for winning but like he, he used your deck which is yeah I, I know he used my cards which, which i think is hilarious actually yeah it's very funny <laughs> That he used my cards to win an Edison tournament and then didn't give me the playmat. It's hilarious. Very funny. Thanks, Khalil. I, I wanted that playmat really badly. Oh, man. Anyway. So, without my playmat, I went ahead and I ran the Winamat 1 Time Wizard and then Winamat 2. Congratulations to all the winners of those events. I know the winner of the Winamat 2... Uh, I know for a fact as a listener of the podcast, so shout out to you. You know who you are. But yeah, I had a good time. I got to answer some Edison uh, judge calls, which was always which was very fun. Hey, dude, this this red MD card, he just summoned two of them. It says once per turn. At the time, mm-hmm. it did not. At the time, he just runs those because they're shinier. Yep. At the time, it was not once per turn. He goes, are you, sure? are you sure? I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you could summon that multiple. The summon, his effect on the field, that was a once per turn. Mm-hmm. But his effect to summon was not. Mm-hmm. So if you had three of them in hand, he could just, and you had three dragons on board, you could just go boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could. It's very good. It's a very good Yu-Gi-Oh card. It's the reason that the dragon deck has legs. That and Kawaki Marudrago is a heck mm-hmm. of a card. Oh, yeah. Okay, enough about me rambling about my judging. Tell us, unless you don't want to, about your tournament experience. No, 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 it's cool. So round one, it was up against Flu. Sure. No problem. 2-0, it was pre-standard Flu. Game two was up against You say that very, very confidently, like you've always just had a no problem 2-0 Oh, no, 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 no. Let me put it like this. This is the first time I've ever gotten a game off Flu, and I 2-0'd them. Is that really the first time you've ever gotten a game off flu? Yeah. Wow, because, I did not know that. Because they'd always bear a statue pass, and I and I would just go, cool, normal summon, bounce, and they just bounce, and they spin the normal summon back to the top of the deck, and I'm just like, okay, cool, pass. I didn't realize you had such a such a pro, such a time against flu. Yeah. And I That's just two owed them. I was like, this is great. That's funny. Go ahead. Okay. Game two. Okay. Spriggins. Like Spriggins, like. Like pure Spriggans? Spriggans. Okay. So, let me put it like this. Spriggans kit is just straight up branded Bear Brum. Uh-huh. And they'd grab Brandon in high spirits. Okay. It was funky, let me tell you. It was cool. It was really cool. I had a lot of fun with that game. Actually, now that I think about it, hold on a second. Let me think about it. I remember checking that deck. Like, uh, in, in registration, mm-hmm. like, going over the deck list. By the way, people, please, I am begging you, just type up and print out your deck list for the love of God. <laughs> for so many reasons, it does the math for you. It counts the cards mm-hmm. for you. There's no, oh, I counted my deck wrong. And I've got 40 cards, but you only registered a 39-card deck. Mm-hmm. It stops you from doing that. I cannot express to you enough how much you need to, like, oh, also like make sure your deck is correct. We had, like, three 39-card decks registered. Jesus. Also, write hey, in all your totals, too. Yeah, also, uh, handwritten legibility. Yes, for the Expe- love of God, Expe- yes. Especially when you have those really long card names. Yes. For the love of God, yes. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was it was interesting. But yeah, Spriggan's Kid is just straight up a, bra- a branded Bear Bum research for any branded spell. And then put a card to bomb your deck. It, it was wild, dude. So, uh, you're round three. Yeah. Was Flu again. Again? Yeah. How did you not go undefeated and win this entire tournament? Okay, so Spriggan's 
was a draw. Okay. Because I spent most of game one just reading what everything did. Oh, you're better than me. I would have been like, what does that card do? What does that card do? Quick. I did, but I still wanted to read them, so I understood what was going on. Uh, and then was flu again. I'm like, okay, cool. It's flu again. You know, this, I already know what to do. Sure. He activated the continuous spell. Sure. And then started tributing my back row. What? Because it just, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of the continuous spell. And he just went, yeah, I'm a tribute, uh, Eaglin, the, the wind and your back row to summon, uh, Ryza. And I was like, excuse me, what? That sounds ridiculous. And I read it. I was like, tribute a card. I think that's it right there. Unexplored wins. Yeah, one monster you control, one card your opponent controls. Wow. Yeah, I and was just tributing my I back row. Not, I did not realize that that card was so broken. Yeah, and was just tributing off my back row. And then he can rise up and send two cards to the top of your deck, and you are just boned. He tributed my skill drain. Why didn't you... Well... I guess you can't activate skill drain there. I guess it's not really doing much. Yeah, he just... And you can't really activate it because it's not an activated effect. You can't chain... It just happens. But this thing, like, even if I could go, oh, even if it was like activate effect to tribute targeting targeting this it and this. It doesn't do anything. I could flip it, but then I just pay a thousand for no reason. That's so upsetting. T to be fair, he went first, and I set the skill drain thinking I got him. Because <laughs> I set a bunch of back row. No. The odds of him hitting specifically my skill drain were fairly slim. Okay. And no, he just tributed it and just. It was no fun. It never is. And I got... So he won game one. I got game two. But then he eked out game three. Again, yeah. by tributing my back row. Wild. So, round four. That was a... Round four was... So, you, you beat Flu. Mm -hmm. You tie with Spriggins. Yeah. And now I'm out, and then I have one loss. And you lose to flu. So you're one one one. Yeah. Hilariously, I'm I'm one. Uh next it was Runic. Runic. Pure Runic. Stun. Runic stun. Okay. Uh game one goes in a time. Sure. Because I'm reading the cards. Of course. Uh so I get game one. Or no 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 no. No, he, he was able to successfully deck me out. Oof. Because, but that was partially because I was reading his cards and fully wasn't understanding how my cards interacted with Runic because I wasn't waiting to see Runic. Well. Game two, I got him. Okay. You just resourced him out? Yeah. Draw. Oh. We had, we picked up our cards to go into game three mm -hmm. with one minute left on the clock. Oof. I did make an attempt, but... He was going first, and I did not draw any... I didn't draw Ash and draw anything. Yeah. And he just went, doop, 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 and just banished a bunch of cards. I'm like, as long as I can get a monster... And just attack. He banished all my monsters. No shot. He banished 12 cards off top of my deck. Six of them were all six of your monsters. Yup. Bro, that's brutal. I saw that sixth monster go, and I just went, and I just kind of looked at the clock and went, we got like 20 seconds left. Can you deal any damage to me? And he kind of went, he kind of stopped, looked up at the clock, and went, no. Oh, no. And I don't have time to deck you out. It's a draw. Okay. Round five. Runic stun again. Eh, okay. He couldn't play. Fair enough. So much better player, I could tell. Two one two. Mm -hmm. Then is a, uh, or no no no. I'm, I'm a one loss, two draws at this point. Yeah, but two wins. Yeah yeah yeah. Two one two. Yeah yeah. So I don't know why my brain went two two two. I don't know why. Anyway, next round was a labyrinth mirror at round six. Okay. Uh, game one. We both just kind of set a bunch, pass, and he set a bunch. Well, no, he went normal summon Ariana. And, and sure, sure. He went. He literally said normal summon Ariana. By the way, it's a mirror. And I was like, 
No surprise there. Of course. He said a bunch passed, and it was just back and forth, back and forth. I get the game. Sure. I, I, uh, he was on a more combo build. I was on a strictly control build. Yeah. Game two, he eradicators me, and I lose. Okay. Game three, he eradicators me again. Uh-huh. I win. Bro, how do you win after getting <laughs> eradicated? So, so... While playing Labyrinth. So... We're sitting there trying to kind of edge in, getting get to get that lab to get the get, eradicator off. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, he gets his eradicator off before I do, but we're both almost out of resources. Oh no! I have in my hand an Ariana. Okay. And I'm I'm like, hold on. And I read eradicate my eradicator on my graveyard because that was one of the sorry, set cards that got destroyed by eradicator. Brutal. I'm reading it. And I go. Normal saw my Ariana. Search big welcome labyrinth. Because it searches, not draws. And I set it past. He goes, all right, draw for turn. I go, during your standby, he he has one card in hand, uh-huh. and that's it. I go, or no, he has like one card in hand, one card in field. I go, activate big welcome, summon lovely, bounce Ariana, affect a lovely, rip the card out of your hand. Oh. My turn, normal summon, search for big welcome, swing, swing, set big welcome, Pass. Do the same thing next turn, and just and I'm just ripping apart his field and his hand. I mean, it worked though, and you just resourced yourself back into the game and won. Not even. Uh, I, I just ended up with like a, like lovely and lady just beating him in the face. That's all you really need, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was very, Art. it was very very difficult. Very fun game. So I've got you at three. One, two at this mm-hmm. point. At this point is when it's the final round. I'm at table 17. Okay. I'm like, all right, cool. Can't get top 16, whatever. I want to play this out. Just, just, I'm already here. Might as well. Sure. I go first. I said some back row pass. He goes, special, uh, uh, terror top. Okay. I'm like, oh, cool. This is like a three axis thing. Summon Takatomborg. Effective Takatomborg. Tribute self summon another speedway monster. Excuse me? <laughs> and he summons another Speedroy monster and then summons uh har- and like activates Harpy's uh Harpy's pet dragon fire blast from his hand to special summon itself. What? Link 2. It's just it link 2 into into uh high speedroid like court blaster. It's just speedroids. Oh my gosh. So you won, and then you topped, right? Here's the thing. Even if I won, I cannot top. At this okay. Point. Yeah, because there's 16 invites. You're on table 17. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if, like, technically, mathematically, you can make it at that point. Yeah. So I, so I again, am trying to fully understand how my cards are going to interact, because I unfortunately did not open Deep Barrier. Tragic. <laughs> so I actually have to play this out. Okay. Uh, game one it goes a long while. My dude said I didn't open D barrier. I have to play out the game. Yeah, I actually have to figure out how my cards will interact with his. You know, I can't make sure I'm not targeting something I can't target. Sure, that kind of thing. Blah blah blah. Um, and he unfortunately is able to get the game one. Yes, again, this is all happening at Steel Fox Games yes. in Shreveport, Louisiana, yes. who we have a link to in the description down below. Continue. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> I had to just a little plug there. Game two. I open D barrier and uh, welcome labyrinth. So game three, I open lady welcome labyrinth. So you won. We went to time and you lost. We drew or no, 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 I did lose game two. We went to time in the middle of game two mm-hmm. and he had like run over my Ariana with a monster that was slightly bigger than it. Okay. So I was still in the 7,000 range, but he was still at 8K. Ah, so you your day ended up 3-2-2. Two, two. Yeah. All right, well, do you have anything, like, uh, quick notes that you would take from from the event? Uh, I mean, now I have a better idea on how my matchup against Runic works. Yeah? That that was, like, uh, it was mostly the decks. I, I, I only encountered decks I did not expect to encounter. Which is always a th- wonderful thing to have at a regional. Yeah, like, I was not expecting Spriggins 
or speedroids of all things, first off, how do you, you know, predict those two decks out of nowhere? Yeah, you you can't, you can't, you can't yeah. get, you, there's just no preparing for those. And then, I also wasn't expecting having my back row tributed. Right. So, I now know that's a thing that can happen. Right. And I know to keep Runic off of their field spell. If you keep them off their field spell, they can't play. Yeah, they'll get some plays off. You should side Heavy Storm Duster for Fluandries. Why do you say that? Target two spell traps on the field and destroy them. Mm-hmm. What else does it do? Oh, you, no battle phase of the turn. You activate it, but if you activate it on your, in your well, opponent's turn, end it phase, does, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, maybe. And it's a normal trap. Yeah, yeah no, maybe. it's something to consider. Normal uh, trap, back row removal, but also, unironically... You could actually play uh, Dust Tornado because um, it lets you set a card from your hand. Bro. In your opponent's turn. You got to remember that all normal traps in Labyrinth are searchable. I know. Yeah. No, like, Dust Tornado is actually a good card in Labyrinth. It's hilarious. That actually might be worth maining because of the prevalence of Bec- just certain cards. And then also, Dust Tornado can literally just serve as a, like pseudo blank card okay so basically so here's how dust tornado in that kind of situation work mm-hmm. i could activate it chain lady mm-hmm. set a card not named dust tornado the dust tornado set another card for my hand yes so i just plus one yeah it's actually pretty broken yeah um and then it all as, as well as destroying a spell trap in my opponent's field in addition to that it's not really plus oneing any more than than uh, activating also, a lady already is if your opponent activates Cosmic, like just like tries to blind Cosmic into your back row. Yeah, I can just chain Dust Tornado and get a new card set. But that might be the tech, bro. But like, okay, so like if I've already activated a Welcome Labyrinth, I can use it to set a new one that was in that. Like if I open two, I can sure. set set one Dust Tornado, set the other one, and then during my turn, activate it. Hey, listen, I'm not saying I'm a genius or nothing. Oh no, no, no! Like, like I've already considered this. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't expecting so much back. I, I, I just wasn't, ex- I was expecting a little bit more back row. Like, cause like I could use it to hit birth. Right. Against cash. There's a bunch of places where it's useful. I just decided not to do it because I was expecting branded. Right. Right. And, and sword soul along with cash and two out of the three of those decks. To be fair, there was a boatload of sword soul in that room. You just didn't see it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so like I was saying, uh, that's the reason why this one, number one reason why I didn't decided decided against it was entirely due to the fact I was expecting more Brandon Sword Soul. Right. Uh, which it doesn't really affect that much. Right. So, well, with that said, again, thank you, Steel Fox Games, for hosting a wonderful event over mm-hmm. the weekend. Steel Fox Games has a TCG player link in the description down below, so you can click it to shop from their store. <sighs> Also, we want to thank all of our wonderful sponsors, Gem Accessories, Millennium Threads, ETB Games, TCG Player, and Dragon Shield. And of course, we want to thank all of our wonderful patrons. So, a huge thank you to April Floodgate, the Max Cheese of Top 4, Cam Yang, Dragon Maid Stunzeed, Kane Martin, Zyphorus, Blackwing, Silverwing, the Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Boy Who Lived, Come to Die, I Activate D Barrier, Earth Machine, Best Deck, Epi, Has Anyone Actually Read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber, I am McLincoln. If, you, if all you have is a cosmic, every problem looks like a Floodgate. Monster Tron, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Saviors World, Where Flame Swordsman Support Konami, Rogue and Tears Worthy Polite Terms for Bad Deck, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Atsuyo, Simple the Silver Castle, Boxed Wine, Cyber Dark Duelist, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Heroes, Bubble Cereal, I'm about to reek a glamour tribute for cost, these plant nuts in your mouth. Cam, the Hockey Walkie Slush Mixer, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Santa Claus, and Valence Hojo Mama. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support of the podcast. Now, if you're still listening and still enjoying, please be sure if you're on YouTube to go ahead and maybe subscribe if you've enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. And if you are if you think you're already subscribed, go ahead and look down below and just, just see if the box is red versus gray. If it's red, mm-hmm. that means you're not subscribed. Sometimes YouTube will just unsubscribe you randomly. For whatever so, reason. Right. So be sure to go ahead and check that out. And if you like the video, please leave us a comment down below telling us what you liked or didn't like about it and what you think of the new Gate Guardian support cards. And if you want to talk with us more directly, be sure to check out our Discord server. There's a link to that in the description down below too. So with that said, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode and have a wonderful weekend. Take care, everybody. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.